just the Honda Accord. Okay, LX. we're recording. I'll With see you on the other side of the intro, baby doll. The Accord helps your money go further. In fact, now you can lease it. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm going to question a psychopath. decided because we do sometimes have problems with these background filters but i will be monitoring the show to see if it's not yeah it's still it's it's looking good you know if if it starts hopping then we'll 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 remedy it but you know you see how you look how you're just a you look like a because your beard's blending into the background yeah i'm just a head i love it i'm just a i'm just a head he just <laughs> literally said that god damn i wish make i a, had that try make a hiney ho yeah you're just a fucking head. But here, let's go. And we're watching. Uh, we're, I've, you know, we're making some by demand to people who I've described the show to and watched the show to some slight format changes. I think I'm going to be leaning into the TV history a little more outside of TV League. You know, that will obviously talk about Man. that. Ooh, you Fantastic. look, you disappeared, brother. I disappear uh, when I talk, I guess. Yeah, no, it's when you, you like you lean back, probably. So it's it's okay. whenever you move it, it. You know, it's a jank ass filter. When I built the PC, it'll be a little better. There's unique, clean feeling of healthy teeth and. But gum. we got these. Also, I wanted to start with a little something. We got some TV commercials here. But we got some fun ones from when me and you were kids, buddy. I got a. Uh, Hell yeah. November 28th, 1996, which was Thanksgiving. Uh, but these are okay. Nickelodeon. And Keenan and Keller hosting, which had just, I think, aired a month or two earlier. Oh, I definitely saw this then. I watched the first 15 minutes, but we're going to watch the first 15 minutes. Boy, they put Kel through the ringer. Now you know why he got hooked on drugs and became a fucking Wendy's franchisee instead of made it to SNL. I mean, he's doing all the physical shit. Keenan's just sitting there. On a recliner. Says here there's another emergency power source here around here somewhere. Here it is, right? You got the dude who created Jake and Josh smelling their feet off camera. Alright. Oh, like this turkey. Oh no, no, no. Not, not, not my face. 
Oh, dude, I remember this. I was probably watching this. We're also going to have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade from 1996. I mean, he was really leaning into it. This was also the gross era of Nickelodeon, like beyond the gag. Remember the Oddville era when they were just trying to get very like intestine level, inside yes. out boy and all that stuff. We were trying to get a little gross with it, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, that's what they did. They did these commercials and then that cartoon. Oh, Israel. Oh, dude, hell yeah. I would love to see the Rugrats episode about the Israel-Palestine conflict. Oh, D. What was the wife's name? Dee Dee? The kid's name was... Yeah, yeah. Was well, that Dee Dee. was Tommy. Dee Dee, Dee was the Dee. wife. He's trying to invent yeah. something to fucking end the conflict in the basement. I always forget the dad was an inventor in Rugrats. Oh, is this when McDonald's was cashing in on that the Dalmatian stuff? Oh, oh yeah, because the... Dalmatian cra craze. Yeah, the 101 Dalmatians movie had just come out with Glenn Close. I thought that happened later on. It happened mid-90s. It was yeah. 96. It came out the day before, it, November 27th, 1996, the day before Thanksgiving. And that, that just gives me flashbacks of my sister just going nuts for those. Yeah. Also, a little sneak peek. Let me see if the camera catches this. It came... It's the holiday guide. Yep, TV guide from 1996, and I already ordered next week's. Sweet. Look at Keenan picking up a little trim. Oh, they're picking. Fucking <laughs> urn. Is that an urn? Dude, he's breaking a sweat. I mean, I know they didn't have to sit there through real commercials. They probably just did these segments, but boy, did he fucking break a sweat during this. Yeah, he is doing all the physical comedy. Look at him. And you know, they were no help. Like, they were probably just like, all right, do stuff. Do stuff. Probably threw a couple of boys out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, they're really earning this $250 cash. Stay tuned. Another episode in O Town is going up next. I suppose you're right. Non-stop Little fucking Rocco's Modern Life. They do a bit with Rocco later on in life. Oh man. I mean, said later on in life. In last year, they tried to put that back on Paramount or something. Yeah, I could see how that wouldn't do well. I think Tom Kenny, I think SpongeBob did the voice of Rocco. Toys and Toys and Capitalism. There's a commercial on one of these commercial series where they try and sell you a credit card based on the idea that if you go into debt, You'll, the points will go to save child hunger. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. You know, at the time, you didn't see how insidious it was, but... I cashed out on my uh, cash rewards today, actually. Cash me outside. Got a lot of it. Yeah, got a lot of it. I was surprised. 
Dude, I had Mousetrap as a kid, and I was missing pieces, and I would try and play a full game as a kid. It was very sad. Me alone with a two-thirds Mousetrap board with my dad blasting Barry White, talking about my my mom. One of the worst games ever, because you would just lose pieces. Yeah, intricate ones, things to, like, hold up a piece of the staircase so it would, like, the ball would stop when it went halfway. It was so... You could only play it one time, and then you would just put it away, and then re try to re... You would lose pieces all the time. Yeah. It was a messy game. My baby pees and poops, it tastes like baby food. Remember to take it out of the tub. <laughs> yeah. She really ate him. This baby dies oh. of SIDS, it's so realistic. I swear they call back this toy, this one. The one that like can eat stuff. Like, you know, oh, yeah. hair gets caught in that shit. Yeah, and then like a little a dingle nail. a little dingleberry appears in the diaper. Or you have to like put the dingleberry turd in there and then it turns brown based on the heat yeah. cycle. Based on the color of the dingleberry is how happy your baby fucking Katrina is or whatever the fuck. Did, did you just say rock go time? Yeah, time for another episode of Rock Goes Modern Life. Oh, that's actually what time it is. Huh. I cooking that. the chicken with a bike. That's what I'm understanding yeah, throughout. Yeah, the other cooking the turkey with the bicycle. The turkey, yeah. Chicken and stove and, and just fried. At this time, Snick was also becoming a thing, too. Snick yep, was Snick definitely had, a thing. Absolutely. Snick had just fired up. Yeah. Give, give me the phone. Oh. Oh. Ooh, Shelby Woo. I forgot about Shelby Woo. This really brought me back. Really rocking that Alex Mack. That fucking hat was super popular on girls. Not the show girls, but actual females. The, the, yeah. the female uh, Fred Savage's girlfriend in Little Monsters wore that fucking hat. Her name was Frankie or some shit like that. Stevie. Samuel L. Jackson made that hat, too. Also, one thing we'll notice watching a couple of these commercials and news segments. Big era for dogs helping and saving humans. Airbud was around the corner. There's a news story about a guy getting all emotional because he saved his dad on a fishing trip. We really were together in the 90s. So yeah. Like oh, dude, that's row. my. It's my life. Good fucking song. Dude, I was trying to tell someone about that era Bon Jovi, and it's it's my classic example. I have a stand-up bit about it, of like I always hurt myself in those scenarios because like I'll mention something that no one has seen or gets, and then instead of like coming to present time with it. I'll go to another obscure part. Like I was like, oh, you've never heard Bon Jovi. And I'm like, but you've heard it's my life. And like, I'm talking to a kid that was born in 2003. Like, yeah, no, he's never heard oh, it. It's man. my life. He's just lost. He doesn't know the Jove. And it's, it's a sad thing. Hey, he was reverse three years too late. Early 2000, 99, early 2000. Oof, the song was a killer. Man, I forgot how many different. Yeah, now there's two. I forgot how many different variations of Baby Doll there was. 
as ch- as children. Really, that patriarchy really flexing here in 1996 as far as capitalism Become goes. Become a parent. Become a parent. Yeah, leave it in. <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. Oh, no. That's what my load sounds like. I'm loving this complete set of drops I have here. You know what I'm saying? Freedom of speech! I got it all at my fingertips. Please. Oh, yeah. This is how we do it. Add the permanent beauty of a mirror. Ooh, I miss an analog on camcorder filmed commercial. Look at that mustache. Expertly and promptly, often in- They really just filmed a repair guy. He's furious that they're filming him. Fabricators and installers. Remember the DeYoung auto commercial from our era where the guy would fucking park the wrecked car and the door would fall off and then he'd throw his arms yes. up? Yeah. Or Victory um, Auto Records. I think that was Victory v- Auto Records. Yeah, DeYoung was another one. Think Young. Rodney DeYoung. Then 188 Empire. Oh, Empire was everywhere. So let's get into. I'll also get into some CM Punk promo stuff later on. It's gonna be, but we. Yeah, let's. Uh, that's kind of lame. Later on. <laughs> I mean, it was just a disappointing promo, even for me as someone who like wanted him to talk a little shit, so I could talk a little shit. I wanted him to enable me. Uh, but so it he didn't, didn't tell you to shut up. He told you that he missed you. It didn't necessarily. Yeah, and that he was home. I'm home, guys. I missed you. Add an add an O at the end of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought it was such a weird promo. Well, I mean, I thought it was. He's not going to be able to do. That's the thing I wrote here. The promo people wanted, he can only do in AEW. Right. Because they, they they would have allowed it. So it's interesting that the promo people wanted of him shit-talking AEW can only happen in AEW. And I think that's why Cody works so well in WWE is because he's already lame. So, like, all his ideas get passed. Where I really do think Punk is going to run into, like, creative issues almost immediately with stuff he wants to do. Because he's going to want to do that little shit-talky angle. Uh, but here we are. We're going to start the... Uh, uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade from 1996, the 70th annual. I will also be flicking through uh, this television guide from 1996, December 30th to December 6th, or ni- uh, November 30th to December 6th. And uh, we'll watch uh, Willard Scott creep up on fucking, uh, I forget what her name is. I think I watched this Beethoven second premiere and had it on VHS. Oh, yeah. Big Beethoven franchise in general fan. Big fan of Charles Grodin. Will always rep the Grodin. I'm just moving around so I can see if the thing isn't jumping yet. Plus, super values for every home. Don't miss Profit's three-day Cracker Jack holiday sale, starting tomorrow at 7 a.m. It's time again for one of Thanksgiving's favorite traditions. And we know you've got room for this one. Fowler's. Fowler's annual after Thanksgiving. Fowler's. Wonder if Fowler's. Let's see if Fowler's is still around today. Oh, I bet you it's not. And they're all a full 25% off our everyday low prices. And you won't pay a dime until 98. 
no payments and no interest until 1998. So hurry over to Fowler's. Fowler's Shop. Oh, wow. For more information, Fowler's Boutique. No, man. Call the WBIR job line at 637-3300. Employment information provided by Perkins Staffing Services. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Straight from the heart. Straight from Jesus fucking Good Christ. NBC's regular programming will not be seen this morning, so the National Broadcasting Company can kick off the... Oh, man, I bet you're like, God damn, I want to watch my cartoons or my, my, favorite part, or my daytime soap opera. Yeah. Oh, dude, old ladies were fucking furious. Although they were probably horned up over so Willard. Bad. This is when they couldn't afford good floats. Like, now it's so media-driven, like, they got all the cool shit in floats, but they're still... Like, this is still kind of when TV was, not, was like the bastard of media. So they're still pushing movie stuff. So they didn't have access to a lot of cool, like, Pokemon. And you know, they got a Spider-Man here. But you'll notice the jankness of these floats. And really, I'm telling you, look at Willard Scott's eyes. Look at Katie, the fear in Katie Couric's face. She looks, she's dressed like Madeline from the, from the children's stories. Willard Scott, if you don't know, was the guy who would, like, celebrate old people. Like, if you turned 100, Willard Scott would fuck with you. Oh, yes. Okay. No, okay. Yeah. Okay. And now we know why. He was, was goosing. I remember. He was, I was thinking of some actor instead of. He was thinker. goosing okay. a lot of those old bitches, apparently. Oh, and it was the Schmuckers guy, right? The Schmuckers yeah. 100 guy. Yeah. Here we go. Let's look at some Willard. Famous Harold Square. Your host. Katie Couric and Willard Scott. And Katie Kirk getting locked in Matt Lauer's office at the time. I mean, she's getting it from both barrels. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have we got a parade for you all this morning? We've got floats and giant balloons, balloons, clowns, bands, stars. All that and Willard Scott too. You got me and John Pardo, a legend, one of the great names in broadcasting as an announcer. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Whoa. I like you. Whoa. No. That certain feeling that always arrives. With a That's man. her. Her Probably. smile froze. Look at the frozen smile here. Let's go back to that. Let's. Oh, we get the frozen. There we go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna really look at this kiss. Oh my God! You got me and John Pardo, a legend, one of the great names in broadcasting. Watch the smile answer. freeze. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I like. She's just oh. like she's did. Look at Willard Scott. Look at that. He's like, yeah, I fucking did it. He won a couple, a little cash off Lauer for this bet. I'll put one on Couric before the parade starts. You, my nose is running. Anyway, we're back. Oh, 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 the smile did not look like she knew it was going to happen. <laughs> that smile froze because she knows she can't do anything through HR yet. She has no power. None. You got me and John Pardo, a legend, one of the great names in broadcasting as an announcer. Happy Thanksgiving. What's that? I like you. My nose is running. Anyway, we're because I like you. <laughs> look at that. I like you. Oh, look at that. Look at that. The smile of fear right there. Oh, man. Oh, you old <laughs> creepy bitch. And he's like seven feet tall. He can just pound her into the ground still. <laughs> I can still physically best you, Katie. You can't do anything. I have Rufy in this flower on my lapel. And so is that certain feeling that always arrives with the Macy's parade. What's that? A certain horny feeling. 
Yeah, they locked her in Matt Lauer's room. When she first joined whatever fucking network it was, they took out the front part of her desk because she had nice legs. And they wanted people to see them. She had a nice pair. So they took out the front block of her desk. Oh, that's a little fucked up. That's a very Fox Newsy. Yeah. That's very Fox News. Especially on this, the 70th anniversary. Now we know why she's dressed like Madeline. Tradition. We have our typical crisp November day. It's also fucking two degrees. degrees. Warm. There's no wind. Yeah, right, Willard. No, it's like like 30 degrees. I can't believe how fast this year (laughs) is. It's warm. It's a good thing when it means getting back to Harold Square and all the ghosts. It is like 18 hours. Yeah, feels like four. The parade starting line. Yeah. And he's freezing his frontal system off up there, (laughs) let me tell you. They should be off. Look at that. Any second now, Kitty. So. Oh, he pulls her in close. Look at these eyes. Look at these eyes. Look at these eyes. Back to Harold Square and all that goes with it. And once again, our good friend and colleague Al Roker is up at the parade starting line. Fat Al, too. They're making... freezing his frontal system off up there. Oh, look at those eyes. Watch him pull her close. He pulls her so close. Let's go up there. Oh, she's fucking... She's just whatever, whatever I have to do to make it is what I'm going to do, is what she's thinking right there. Oh, my God. Just checking to see Katie the... Couric. Yeah. You know, you feel bad for her. You do. Just... Well, she didn't break any glass ceilings. Fucking Willard Scott threw her through it, apparently. <laughs> She she did a really she's done really good for women in the news industry. That being said, she did not deserve any of that shit. Well, yeah. No, she did. And well, yeah. no woman does. None. And that gun is fucking uh, liberal politics. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's let's get back. Poor Al Roker having to walk at the front. He hasn't shed the weight yet. This was a sign to Al. Oh, he's so fat. This is the Al we know. This is the one that his head fits on. The Al we know. Oh, there he is. All righty. Can you guys stop? What's that? about to happen and the wonderful lady yeah he's still he's still got a little young thinness in him i mean no he's big he's big there oh yeah he's obese but it's not morbid yet we got gene mcfadden all pumped i'd imagine this is the last year that the puerto ricans from harlem won't make their way down Macy employees. Believe me, stepping off this plate's always a thrill, but today it's 70 times better. Well, I've got a big question for you, Gene. Uh, sure. Can we start? I thought you'd never ask. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, Katie and Will, are you guys ready? We, we can't, can't wait. wait. All right. Okay, you ready to help me with countdown? Okay, It took her the whole segment to cut that huge fucking ribbon. Can you give her a normal ribbon for Christ's sakes? Look at that Chinese fucking float they have. That's very insane. 
I mean, that to me no, is like a, a that's some sort of like stereotype that thing floating, right? Or is that like a knickknack floating? No, that's a Chinese. That's oh. like a Chinese thing, right, Larry? That float right there with the checkered pants. What's that? <coughs> oh, like where there's one inside of it. Diamond Phillips. Oh, and he looks so weird. He's got like a weird military bull haircut. The poor yeah, Lawrence brothers. Man. They just have the Matthew and fucking Andy have to stand there while Joey Lawrence lip syncs. Leah Thompson. From the Broadway hit Chicago, BB Newark. This year's Tony winner, Donna Murphy. The John Larroquette shows Liz This is the, like when they're getting the people who do the plays and shit, not big celebrities. And oh, like yeah. Broadway was huge. They do a big... I wish Crow was here. They do a big Rent fucking performance. Oh, God. <laughs> Elaine Boozler. He's probably working on a show now because the strike is... Oh, Kenny Rogers? Which Kenny Rogers? The baseball player or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Texas Rangers flamethrower Kenny Rogers. Chicago and the Radio City Music Hall Rockets. Your favorite character blues I mean, the debut of Peter Rabbit how simple and to be. It was like what a blast. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean this was the era Weird. where they didn't need to throw now they need to throw fucking, you know, Goo Goo Dolls reunions at you because they know people don't watch a lot of TV, but back then people were watching this. I mean, it was on. Yes. Maybe a couple NBA games. I know there was a Bulls game on, but I don't know if it was on in the morning. A lot of times now they they'll whip some NBA at you early on in the morning. That little Definitely fucking kid. The lions I wonder which one of these kids in the crowd here, Dallas. which one of these babies are fucking democratic socialists now. You think she's rubbing his back? It's glued to his suit. When you get a load of this glitter and color, look at those eyes, dude. He's got nothing but filth in that head. It's really on the move uptown. Can you can you raise the flowers to cover Willard's erection? Dance team, our 600 award-winning dancers have been assembled from all 50 states in Canada for this spectacular number, staged by Laura Davis and Lisa Fortenberry. They're coming at us right now with a brand new day. Hit it, Tiger. Sounds like fucking they're singing fucking S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Katie Kirk is going R-A-P-E-Y. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds like... It sound it looks like a Mexican birthday party, but it sounds like a black exploitation movie. Like you're expecting Superfly to drive in and at some point. Oh 
also expecting Turbo Man to show up. <laughs> oh, 100%. Dude, we're three years. Yeah. I mean, they could have thrown a lot of Turbo Man promo. That movie had just come out. We're three years away so from the 100th Macy's Day Parade or two. Wow. Wonder what they're going to throw at you for that. What are they going to dig up to try and get it? Pull a maybe 1 million rating for that. I feel like COVID was a big turning point for the Macy's parade because it really like, even though they've gone back to people, it really showed you how unnecessary it is for people to actually be there. Cause like they only show a section of it. Like I, even this year I was watching it and I was like, are they still doing like the COVID style? No one's there. And it's just like, Oh no, yeah. people just don't care anymore. I mean, people well, realize people the genocide care. aspect of the holiday. I feel like Thanksgiving in general has taken a hit. Now that people are like, now that people are woke. I mean, I watched the best in show dog competition on Thanksgiving too. That was on after Hell yeah. this. What's that? So. Yeah, a lot of capitalism flying around. NBC's telecast of Macy's I mean, that's what we are. <laughs> that's what we are. Wrangler. Wrangler. They look tight on Katie. Like the taste of ocean spray. The so crave the way. Dude, ocean spray was still ocean spray was bigger in the early '90s. They had that bald guy that would dance around fucking crazily. Dude, these Cotton Incorporated commercials are wild. I hope we get a piece of one next. They're insane. More spectacular floats and bands. Plus, B.B. Newworth in the number from Broadway musical Chicago when Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade continues. Here we go. Babe Ruth hit 714 home runs. But you know, he also struck out 1,330 times. Now, what that has to do with cotton, I don't know. But it's a soothing song. No. With cotton, the most like racial <laughs> cloth of all. Making a failing. Advanced technology is finally. Get back to the fucking, uh, the whole beginning and end of it here. Herald Square. <clears throat> and you're looking at the ice cream balloon and behind it. Oh, we got an awkward Sarah Jessica Parker here. This is fucking rough. Balloon provided by M&M Candies. And it's got the Lawrence. She's looking, looking good. Looking young and tight there. No, yo, she just, he asked about her. He asked about Broderick. He is with, she is with Broderick. Okay. Hey Google, how old was Sarah Jessica Parker in 1996? Well, Sarah Jessica Parker was 31 years old in 1996. She was 31. Wow. She's an old bitch. And uh, it's very romantic. It's a tongue. Yes, which means she's like 60 now. Ugh. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. This is on cold. And speaking of uh, romance, uh, how are you and your significant other, Matthew Broder, going to be spending the, the holiday? We'll be spending it with our respective family. He wanted her to say, we'll be spending it naked. He'll be balls deep in my <laughs> possibly, in my possibly still hairy vagina because it's 1996. 
he wanted to get the details. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I hear about this sex show that you're about to be on. Up here. The excitement is building, and you can really feel it. And we're waiting. Yeah, I bet it's some well, excitement building, Willard. Coming from my from yeah, my dude, he's fucking burning. Right That's either a cup of coffee. He's, you know, fucking, I'm doing that movie trick. Chicago is everybody's kind of town, and the Bob Fosse classic is everybody's kind of musical. Jazzy, hot, and loaded with fabulous songs by Candor. You know what else is jazzy and hot, Katie? Uptight. Now, Babelicious, B.B. Newers, and the cast of Chicago bring us the showstopper, All That Jazz. Babelicious. Babelicious. Did you hear him follow He's always trailing <laughs> shit off. I think Willard thinks the mic is cut. It's not. Not at all. Babelicious. Oh. oh. Feed it to me, Katie. Come to my parents. <laughs> Little song break here. Wasn't Roy Scheider and all that jazz? Is she playing Roy Scheider? I have no idea. Look at that you fucking... Know who would know? Adam, Adam Crow would know, would know for would sure, know. dude. Crow has fucking lived all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean he used to do blackface in his act in the 1990s. Is it Liza Minnelli? Is that, is that supposed to be all that jazz is the original a, one? What's up? Oh, no, this is... I, yeah, I know, but the movie All That Jazz is about fucking Bob Fosse playing a, a, in blackface. It's about Bob Fosse. Oh no, there's a that was Mr. Bojangles by with Richard Pryor. <laughs> what, remember that movie? There's a movie where fucking Richard Pryor is. There's a blackface movie. I'm looking this up. <laughs> All right, so that's Jojo Dancer, and there's no blackface in that. It is just Richard Pryor. But there is a movie, I swear to Christ, Roy Scheider wore blackface in films. It's Apollo as well. The guy who played in Apollo, William Shakespeare's Apollo, did blackface. Okay, so all that jazz does feature Roy Scheider. I'm fine in this blackface movie. The jazz singer, the Al Jolson movie. Al Jolston, like <laughs> that's the most Chicago shit you ever like, said. Al Jolston. 
Al Jolson. <laughs> Who's Al Jolston? Yeah. Is that is that the lead singer of Ministry or no, something? No, Al Jolson is like one of the he's like the OG blackface guy. Oh, okay. You know? Here I'm gonna I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put Jolson on <laughs> Okay, there we go. This is going to be fucking... We gotta, I'm going to put a, a hard gore warning up for people here. You know? that's who, This is what I was thinking when I heard all that jazz. If To let you know where my mind is at. Okay, yes. This is what I thought all that jazz was about. <laughs> all that Jolson, you know? All that, oh man! A Russian American singer, actor, and vaudevillian. He was the highest paid star of the 1920s. The world's greatest entertainer. Man, America was a wild place in the 1920s. All the women were on heroin and being forced to fucking and the actors were dance around and fucking in in curtains. Coming up next, all live here on NBC. Huh? And killed her husbands. We're we're doing the plot of fucking uh And uh what's the fucking it's my favorite it's one of my favorite books. Fucking uh whatever. But the famous oh, fuck that dies. Day with George Great Gatsby. There's husband killing in that too. Oh, the lady dies. She gets hit by the car. Yeah, I did forget about One Fine Day as well, Bailey. Yeah, that movie was That's bad. one of those movies of the 90s where, like, they probably both made millions, but it's so forgettable. But, you know, probably a nice chip. They probably still got some One Fine Day money laying around in the vault there. The bronze flex integral for a shade that's as smooth as a baby's... Oh, there we go. A little bit of 90 shot culture. 90 days to return it to us. No questions asked. What's up? Has baby who? Nay Whitman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a baby? <laughs> Not a baby. Very small size. Take a look at your screen. Oh, man, the internet. Oh, dude, yeah, fucking Al Gore's internet thriving in 96. Yeah. Dude, IBM computers were all over my school. That's all I fucked with. That's why my. That is why I was so not with my mom and her Apple kick because I was taught in schools on IBMs. So she brings a Mac home in 2000. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Yeah. Trying to get me to learn oh, all the McDonald's toys with all the get, Dalmatians. Yeah, get me to learn all these interfaces. You remember the Batman Forever toy line in 1996? What a hit. I. What a hit that was, too. Yeah. I do remember that. Toys were just, you know... I'm sorry, I still played with toys in the mid-90s. <laughs> and welcome back, everyone, to the 70th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I know Crow brings up that he quit playing with toys. I don't think Crow ever played with toys. He probably played with toys one time. It wasn't... It didn't contain enough information for him. Yeah. The cat in the hat wasn't... Molly Shannon. Saturday Night Live. Right on cue. Oh, right on cue. Jesus Christ. Happening uptown. Thanks, Katie. Holy I'm shit. here with Leah Thompson from NBC's 
Caroline in the city, happy thank Leah, I saw your boobs in all the right moves. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Dude, Howard the Duck was on TV later on in this day. I'm really excited because it's just the best. I was watching one of the commercials. On TV on this day. Yeah, I was watching one of the commercials and they were like, they were advertising a movie, but they were like, but next, Howard the Leah Thompson and a duck, Howard the Duck. Yeah. Okay, so well, her Caroline. career was not dead whatsoever. No, Leah Thompson was semi sort of thriving, yeah. entering that second yeah. half because she was doing Suddenly Susan or whatever. I uh, actually, I kind of, at the time I was so young, I didn't know she was like this recovering 80s star. I thought that was like, you know, we're, we're this new Leah Thompson broad. Four Tony Awards went to the show that celebrates. Look at him glancing over. He's just biting his lower lip. The choreographer and I'm ready to have some turkey dinner, Katie. Here now is Savion and the cast of the Public Theater's hit Broadway musical, Bring in Denoise, Bring in Defunct. Hell yeah. She felt so foolish saying that. Do I really have to do the does? Tupac is dead. school stepping team no Never we didn't have school. we didn't have you oh, had i a, did yeah were they sick yeah they were they were so sick but you knew that the white kids would never hang out with them like, no i mean you can't you can't be around that kind of coolness when you when uh, when your boys are liable to break into dance you know you have to have a certain level of coolness i feel like yeah i mean what are you going to contribute as the white friend Certainly not rhythm. I guess if they need to involve maybe a tambourine, maybe you run in and you do the, oh, gee, guys, Santa Claus is delayed or some kind of shit, whatever the white guy does during the holidays in in these (laughs) hip-hop holidays. Katie Couric's getting me tooed. Is he wearing a platinum jacket? A platinum jacket, wow. A couple of actual street musicians just wandered up with buckets in the background. Platinum color. Is that a pea jacket? Those are the bucket boys from the Chicago Bulls right there. He looks like a firefighter. Moving too fast. They're moving too fast yeah. for the frame rates in OBS. That's how fucking. That's how grooving these fucking young brothers are. Wow! Wow! 
jump in the pie. I love that when they just fucking play out the song with the recorded version of the song you just heard. When the Macy's Parade returns, Vanessa Williams, the King and I's Lou Diamond Phillips, and much, much more. Oh, yeah, we're going to get Lou. Celebration. For some reason, my math Look at dude, it's like fucking spanky from the little rascals. The last thing you want oh, to do wow. is wait for concentrate to defrost. That's why I'm going to be hooked on peels later on in life. Juice makers. It comes in a can, but it's not frozen, see? You just pop, pour, add some water. And gain 30 pounds in your adolescence. Pull one out, and the others just roll. I remember those, and dude. they were horrible. Yeah, I, I, that was one of those things where this worked on me because I was so upset that my family wouldn't get this type of shit. We would get like just gallon jugs of generic flavored fruit juice. Oh man, I would get those and they were just so bad. You would just want to get the frozen instead. Oh, I remember those frozen fuckers. I, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting for this bitch to thaw. I would just chew on the fucking suck on the frozen concentrate. Like a diabetic. Oh, put, it in, put it in the microwave. Oh, there we go. Yeah, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds and for a minute. Boom, let it thaw out. Drink that juice. Boom, let it thaw. You know, let it thaw. Yeah, let it thaw. Ooh, tickle me Elmo. The with, jokes with were rolling. Jorgensen. <laughs> yeah, Al Jolson. The jokes were rolling. Tickle me Elmo was about to come out. I feel like this was the beginning. Yeah, we're about to embark on the tickle me Elmo mom's DDTing each other for this Tickle Me Elmo yeah, craze. It's probably going to happen like the next day because this is all on Thursday. Yeah. Life moves pretty fast. Sometimes you have to tell yourself, stop. Look around. This is the good stop. stuff. Stop. Don't do it. It's another cotton one. Look at these. Wow. Life moves pretty fast. Sometimes you have to tell yourself, stop. Look around. This is the good stuff. The look, the feel of cotton, the fabric of our life. This is cotton. <laughs> right? It's so fucking wild. It's so wild. All experienced it. The ER is never forget. I don't. NBC tonight. And welcome back, everybody. You're looking down on parade day in New York City as the parade marches. I'm just checking the stream here. That's why there's the silence. Where the weather is what, Willard? It's 29 degrees and climbing. <laughs> slowly, slowly. Incidentally, a few days ago, we traced the route of the parade from a helicopter with the help of one of Saturday Night Live's most God. famous alums. He's one of the stars of the NBC looking at her. news Look radio, Bill Hartman. Like, here's ah, the Phil big Hartman. apple. Used to live here. Love it. Let's see it from a couple of thousand feet. Phil Hartman's still alive. Yeah, but this looks recorded. <laughs> There's the beautiful Hudson River. 
pristine and beautiful like a cup of regular coffee. We're cruising up the Upper West Side, where the play West Side Story was based. All the sharks and jets are still down there. A lot of them are in real estate now. Okay, we're going over the He's Museum of Natural like, History oh, man. right now. That's the My life's the depressing. <laughs> I want to take this shepherd out. blue whale <laughs> model there, and you can buy smaller blue whales in the gift shop. Hang on, I gotta fix the camper real quick. Coming up on Columbus Circle We're easing here. into a break here soon anyway. New York, I danced oh, yeah. around and threw my hat in the air like Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> she was a lot cuter though, but who isn't? Now here you see where Broadway intersects off from Columbus Circle, and the parade will work its way down this way. I used to live in that building at 56. Watch the parade from my bedroom window. The kiddies love that. Look at there's a billboard for Must See TV's Third Rock from the Sun. You owe me one, Lithgow. Here's Times Square coming up. Spruced up these days. On 42nd Street, you can now buy an inflatable doll in a nice Calvin Klein suit. Now working our way toward Herald Square. I'm doing an experiment real quick. I want to. It looks like we might be jumping a little bit on Twitch, and I want to make sure it's not the filters in the background. Have a great parade. I want to make sure it's just the Twitch stream. Fucking up. I'm great, Katie. Absolutely. Look at the hat he's wearing. I don't know if that's a haircut or. Your wives. All my wives. All the wives and little kitties from Siam. Okay. What is I, you know, I, I don't even try to fill his shoes. I, I do something a little bit different. I do it my way, and uh, it's a classic role and a classic piece in Donna Murphy, her second Tony for it. You know, I mean, it, it is just a, a, a treasure that people are rediscovering. You must love working with the kids. I, I love them to death. They're great. They all call me King Daddy. Do you ever need a stand-in? I mean, yours is off the side. Mine's off the top. We've got the kind of reverse thing going here. Maybe we could trade. I could give you this, and you know. I'll work for half price. You know, Willard, I kind of like this. The King and I are about to watch The King and I. The scene is the palace of the King of Siam. It is the very first day of school as we find Miss yeah, no, Twitch is just by two slow. Award winner Donna Murphy leading the royal We're going back to the fucking getting to know you. Sounds good. It's a oh, very getting to know you. Scene, but a true and honest thought that if you become a teacher by your pupils you'll be taught. As a teacher I Give me my ghost, and I've now become an expert on the subject I like. <laughs> <laughs> this See, this is a hole where they would just reunite the Goo Goo Dolls. Now, I love that you're just ahead here. Yeah, I'm just ahead. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna move your head down a little lower. Getting to fast forward this. Getting to fast forward. Oh, they yeah. involve a lot of Chinese babies at some point. Here we go. Oh, D2. D2. Yeah, it was the net network, the television premiere. The Mighty Ducks in their network. Oh. Quack Attack is back, Jack. 
Yeah. That was a great... Dude, you enjoyed a network television premiere. I lost my mind when I saw that whole series. I watched D1 and D3, man. Be one of the first people to target two-day sale Friday oh, morning it's and get a free Friday Bob. Here we go. We're back. And welcome back, everybody, to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You're watching a portion of the two million people lining the streets for this parade, which at this point is at 51st, 52nd Streets and Broadway. And back up here at 77th and Central Park West, you are looking at 400 of America's teens, part of a group, America Sings, and up above them... Several of them addicted to heroin. This is New York in the 90s, <laughs> after all. He's prepared for a little bit of everything. Well, he's taken off his scarf, but he's got a nice inner tube. This is not the kind of weather you want to be going okay, swimming in, in, but I guess the Pink Panther can do any of that. There you see America Sings. They'll be performing later in Herald Square. And with me right now, another member of Must See TV, Mr. Jerry Burns. That kid's a Zionist now. John, he is now an upstanding family man. wonder what that baby thinks about Israel-Palestine. Charles, I am family guy. Right, you yeah. got your three kids. One. They're over there in that in that crowd of people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> freezing. But they all they they ripped their blankets off oh, the, the hotel beds and they brought them in there. They're wrapped in them. Now, when you yeah. when you're here with a on a parade like parade day like this, what goes through your mind? I'm glad I'm not fake ass Bradley Whitford. <laughs> All these guys have been here since like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, it's, it's, rough. It's, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. And we actually got here at about uh, six thirty, and there were a lot of people sitting in the stand. Yeah, I've just been riffing with the crew since six thirty. Something so right Happy on NBC. Thanksgiving. You relevant in a year. <laughs> he hung around for a little bit. I think that guy was around until the two thousands. He may have been on on politically incorrect with Bill Maher a couple times. I think so. Oh, All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, given our schedules, we never get to see enough Broadway shows. I know, that's one of the few sad things about the shift, is you have to go to bed at 6 o'clock at night. That's right. I miss Brokaw. Well, not quite that early, but one show I'm really anxious to see was one that was born off-Broadway, young and full of spirit, the musical Rent, then left home for the Great White Way. Oh, uh, no. Oh. I wanted Crow to be here, and it's a revival, so it's not even the original cast. Comes to Herald Square with its rousing anthem, Seasons of Love. Let's listen to the Broadway cast. Okay. This is for you, Crow. This is yeah. for you. I got a mortgage, Katie. Nicole Byer there in the from the future. You fake. He's supposed to be Tay Diggs, and he knows he's not. Man, they put the short one right in the middle. It's so glaring. Yeah, it is. Tiny as fuck. All right, let's fast forward through this. Some more commercials. Back to Willard. Hadn't snowed for a hundred years. Let's head on back down to Herald Square and Katie and Willard. You got it right, Albert. And if you send it, it will come. Macy's has all kinds of jeans. I've quietly put handcuffs on Katie and I, so we're stuck together for a day like like a plot to a movie. What kind of shenanigans will we get into? Anyway, no wonder. Did you ever notice what a balloon like Bullwinkle looks like days before the parade? 
how he gets to be 475 pounds, 68 foot of lovable lug. You just watch your video right now. I mean, look at the eyes. It really is. Boy. Do not step on the balloon, please. Unroll it all the way to the end of the tarp. Okay. Or until the balloon stops, whichever comes first. I just stop all over this thing. <laughs> I love that New York attitude. They made him, he made him put Jimmy in his name. Do not step on the balloon, please. Unroll it all the way to the end of the cart. Okay. Or until the balloon stops, whichever comes Look first. at coming up. You know, I've been fucking with Top since I was a baby. James, you know, my mom calls me James. Call me Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Otto. King of Tarps. Jimmy Otto. Jimmy Otto. King Jimmy of Tarps. Otto. Jim, Jimmy Tarp boy. <laughs> King of Tarps. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There's a separate balloon that attaches right to the top of his head. It's a beanie propeller. The cobalt battery that tucks into a blind pouch in the balloon. It's the first year that we've ever had a balloon that automatically animated. So down the route, this propeller is going to be spinning around on his head. Uh, the propeller goes up first. The antlers, then Bullwinkle's head. The arms and hands. Then Rocky's body and head, Rocky's tail, the parachute, Bullwinkle's body, then his waist and hips, and his legs and feet. It's going to be a lot of fun. Take rubber band. Always put two. Always, you got to make sure you're covered if one of them breaks. And you're going. See, this is some pre-internet entertainment because, like, we got how-to videos. I could fucking YouTube how to put together a fucking float now. This was groundbreaking shit. How do they get the air yes. in there? I'll give you some idea of the enormous work that goes into putting on this yearly Macy Spectacular. And speaking of spectacular... And I'll tell you what else there takes uh, enormous work. I'll tell you what else takes enormous work. Cracking the chastity belt that is Katie Couric. Thanks, Roland. Thanks, Katie. You're looking at how the firemen... He's a uh, throwback to the 40s when they originally had... Back when firemen were... So weird before that. Throwback to the 40s, back when firemen were unathletic and buildings burnt to a crisp. And mailed them back. Well, Harold is back, and much to the delight of a lot... couple of more uh, dem so dem socias now. Those babies have... Those babies are filled with the woke mind virus now. As he heads to Central Park West. I'll tell you, there's... Ooh, that was a sad commercial here. Ooh, more Katie and Willard. He looks fucking sinister here. You can make Nibbles move her head and neck to reach for her food and really pick it up. Barbie doll not included. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the parade from a nice, warm, and cozy spot. Out here in Herald Square, the temperature is 31 degrees. And Ooh. even though... Our feet may she be put the OJ glove in the air. 60 of the hottest legs in town. <laughs> oh boy, they're my favorites. I can't get close enough. Hold me closer. Oh, hold me closer. Here are the world famous Radio City Rockets. That scarf, you see how the scarf oh, is boy. flung over? That's actually tied to the chair so she doesn't escape. Yeah. Hey, they're my favorites. I can't She's tried to get away a couple times during the commercial. Break. I tried to get her. Radio City Christmas Spectacular. Not getting anywhere. World famous Radio City Rockets. 
will not be watching the Rockettes. No. It's the most famous and least watched part of this. I mean, they brag about these Rockettes, and I've never actually been like, oh, fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the moment is here. They fucking played them through the commercial. For the 70th year celebration, the 1996 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. How many more years could this world possibly last? Think about it, guys. We're nearing the end of the empire. That broad from the beginning. <laughs> so there's this creepy, we weird clown all over the place. Eighty more years, I can wish her a happy hundredth birthday. She's an amazing lady. <laughs> oh, look at those eyes. Katie's had enough. And Willard is just starting. We congratulate her. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He won't stop. He died in like 05. He made it a long time. I think he almost made it on his. They were joking like really? Willard's going to have to talk to himself. He was old as shit when he died. Can't imagine Willard Scott's body count, dude. And they're trucking on down the street. The main deadly rock and roll Listen to the man himself confessing Pope Italy is crazy. Oh. Yeah, no, he died in 2021. Willard Scott died in 2021. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was yeah. a menace at NBC. He even threw me too. He did all those smuckers things. He would make them All right, we're at the hour. We're going to ease into a break here, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. But keep watching the uh, the thing while we're gone. Keep listening to the Thanksgiving Day. I'll, I'll, we'll be back in a few minutes. We'll be back in a few. It's a bird. It's a plane. Now, wait a minute. Would you believe a spinning for cutter beating cap? It's perched between the antlers of the beloved Bull Weekle Boot. And what a thrill it is to welcome it back to our parade. And for the first time ever, with his pal Rocky the Flying Squirrel. Now, that's what I call a dynamic duo. And famous, too, Willard J. Ward's Rocky and Bullwinkle are provided by Universal Studios Consumer Products Group. At 68 feet in length, Willard, even his arch enemies, Boris and Natasha, would be impressed with this Bullwinkle. Get that squirrel off my back, Kitty. At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding 
to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get spring break styles for the entire family, tees and tanks for just $5, and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride.
in here. And we're back. He's in with a little bit of offspring here. This is a fun music video. Oh, yeah. Love that uh, album with the kid on the swing. So do you want to see what what uh, a little bit more of the day in uh, Thanksgiving 1996? Or do you want to continue watching this parade here? We can continue on with the day. Yeah, let's do. Let's see what we have here. Let me back out of YouTube music here. I hope everybody's having a good night. If you're insomniac in here, thing. welcome, welcome in with us. Let's see what this we got. What, what do we got on view count here? It was at two. Go to my library here. So yeah, let's look into this 11 p.m. newscast. So we're shooting to the night here. Oh, the, the big hair it's with the big yeah, hair. Look at the that hair. That's hair. That, that's, that hair is on its way to pick you up at 5 p.m., young man. <laughs> From soccer practice. Yeah. Theater T-ball. T-ball. Now, the number one news in the Capital District. We're going to thumb through the TV guide while we... Go through this to Joanne Pertan. Thanksgiving new at 11 tonight with just less than an hour left of Thanksgiving 1996. Attention will quickly be turning towards the holiday shopping season. Many of us. Oh, may I ask, is this like a new way of not using the camera? Like the way that we have it now? What do you mean? Like with the black screen or is it just a green screen that that you can see me on because I can't see oh it's you it's just you have to move it's just the way you're it's it's a yeah I'm remove the background so if you the more you lean away from your camera you're gonna disappear okay dinner at the capital city mission and for him the mission will it just means you're it's hard for me but you know I'm moving yeah I knew it was gonna be difficult because you're like on Zoom, like Money. you're not Money. sitting Money. in front of a camera. And the only one who will need a helping hand this Christmas. More than a thousand are Bailey expected this mission, and that's why they're already getting a head start. See, that's what you look like otherwise. All of yeah. these boxes are filled with items donated by national companies. Putting out a lot of like. We got to go to this guy right here. This is we missed this kid. This is some fucking. It's hard to pinpoint where this is from because they go to Albany. There's a town called Florida. This is a, it's a difficult newscast to pinpoint. On making sure this season is a happy one for everybody. Being here is like being out, you know. Mike Steinbrunner, you know that is related to com Chicago comedian Jeff Steinbrunner. I hope y'all do. They do love you. Mike Steinbrenner was one of local rapper. Well, he's rocking that Fila dude. Look at him. All of the it's New York. No, but there's also a town called Florida, and then they say Sarasota County. I don't know if that's New York. Some things I can come to that that they can help. You know, said that they're 
putting their extended hand to help you out. And he's not the only one who will need a helping hand this Christmas. More than a thousand are expected at the mission, and that's why they're already getting a head start on collecting gifts for the needy. All of these boxes are filled with items donated by national companies. And Xerox paper for the printer. Capital City Mission. Uh, cosmetics company. And people have been very generous, and we're expecting that uh, we're going to be able to supply all that we need to supply out to the needy. I'm going to sell some on the side, you know. Blankets and business suits, even some leftover shirts from the Olympics. The tall order of sorting will be... You know, they do have blood on them. They are from the bombing. So from the bombing. At this point, we're still looking for items for uh, men, what's like uh, especially dollar store gloves in the background. and hygiene products for people like toothpaste paste and toothbrushes and and any food items for the holidays would be would be appreciated so one thing i did want to mention from the tv guide here is dolly in 1996 was even kicking oh yeah they're going over some some uh, dolly parton specials in 1996 uh and i have one here do you want to watch a dolly parton special from 1996 oh. Of course I do. My favorite part of it, so it's just her playing like a visualized concert version of her Treasures album, but there is a part where she plays with John Popper, but she just pretends to play harmonica over John Popper's harmonica solo. She was so cool. She's so cool. Yeah, she's bald now. She revealed her fucking baldness. God damn it. I didn't mean to hit that. What happened in here? <coughs> Where is it? You fuck. There we go. Here we go. There we Here's the best part of it. I, maybe we will flick through a little bit. She does a little bit of a history lesson in it. Like this is half educational film here. far away from everybody she is yeah she's on the diamond platform yeah she's doing that thing the bill maher platform shit it does look like it did look like the studio from like cbs or something she is filming in like yeah letterman's in the background i'm in a trap door underneath dolly let's go to the little parts here we go I like the way Mac Davis, the writer, there. captured the heat of passion and the calmness that comes after. I originally got the idea for something. Listen to her describe sex. The calmness of passion and the, the heat of passion and the calmness after. They call it an afterglow. Everclear is writing an album about it. Love that first attracted me to this song. I love the way Mac Davis, the writer, had captured the heat of passion and the calmness that comes after. I originally got that. I place a cigarette between <laughs> between the crevice of my breast. Sixteen years old, and 
Elvis he was one of the first I that I went, wow. What? I wow, deep whoa. Down heart yeah, and then this creepy son of a bitch wrote the song when he was 16 years old. I was hot to trot. Listen, he literally said I was hot to trot. Listen to this creep. 58. I was about 16 years old, and Elvis was hot, and I was hot to trot. And I knew deep down in my... I was using Elvis to rape so many women there in southern Alabama. If Elvis ever heard this song, he was going to cut a smash hit record with it and take me out on the road with him, and we were going to make literally hundreds of dollars together. <laughs> no, I, I, no I'd, like to, I'd like to think so. A little bit of YouTube editing for the TV special there in 1996. Yeah. I did finally uh, rewrite it. I kept so rewriting it, and after uh, 10 or 12 years, uh, the version that Kenny Rogers in the first edition cut became a, a big... Here, now you're talking about this, Kenny? There's the picture from the Rangers. There he is. My hair was down to my shoulders. I had not yet seen the light of Christ and voted for Reagan. <laughs> and uh, was was very. He very died, didn't he? Or is he still alive? Uh, recently, if he did. Uh, yeah, he died in March. Of, he died of the day of the pandemic, March 20th, 2020. Wow. Pandemic day? That has to be some sort of conspiracy. Did the government take yeah, down fucking us. Kenny? They took Kenny away from us. It was my bolero. Dolly's singing about fucking pumping. Or here we go. Here's Dolly doing a little history lesson. 1970, the war was still raging in Vietnam. There were student riots on campus and the Apollo 13 space. When you call it Vietnam, you were around during the war. This mission nearly ended in disaster. Frank Lovell, Fred Hayes, and John Swigert set off for the moon in Apollo 13. All right, here's what we've had This was how the year began in Vietnam. The Kent State campus erupted in violent demonstrations against America's involvement in Vietnam. Love the history lesson, like you said, the history lesson. Dude, too she's bouncing around like a like she's fucking singing Nirvana. I'm gonna get a little rock and roll here. <laughs> here we go. More more Dolly blabbing. <clears throat> Behind closed doors was recorded by the man they called the Silver Fox, Charlie Rich. Cause people like to talk, don't love. You don't want to know what he fucking believed. They called him that because of that great head of gray hair and the fact that he was foxy. He was foxy. I mean, that guy looks like my stepdad. 1973, when that song first came out, and there were lots of things going on behind closed doors. The Watergate scandal and the secret tapes Nixon made. We closed the door on the Vietnam War that year, but the echoes can still be heard. That song has a special meaning to me, and I really love the lyric, especially the part about letting her hair I, hang It just reminds me of the Vietnam War. Yeah. Reminds me of the war and the smell of coal from the mountains. And the smell of napalm in the mornings. My baby makes me proud. Lord, 
took the fucking coat off. She's heating up, dude. Revealing how unnaturally small that waist is. Her hair is wider than her waist. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, she's getting into more science, dropping more science here. Preserve and protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. I was merely suggesting some misgivings of mine. Notwithstanding Watergate. It sounds like they're listening to Dolly during the Watergate hearings. <laughs> it does. hang down. Oh boy. 55 year old guy with one foot in the grave that hasn't played tournament tennis for 15 or 17 years. Oh, the G King. Uh, yeah, that thing. The Yom uh, Kippur War? Is that what we can call the fucking Israel-Palestine conflict? Yom Kippur 2. Yom Kippur War duh. Yom Kippur 2 Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> the Jewish Boogaloo. The Jewish Boogaloo. In Vietnam. I would imagine that's their Vietnam, huh? That's their Nam. At least this music's like teaching you. The other country music now is teaching you how to like. Ooh, here we go. I don't know. Intro to Popper. And we got, speaking of Fat Al Roker, we got Fat John Popper here. Fat John Popper, secretly loving guns, not as open about it as he ended up being. Many of the songs on this new album I just finished were performed with artists I've looked forward to singing with. Raul Malo of the Mavericks, David Hidalgo of Los Lobos, John Popper of Blues Traveler. And the songs themselves were written by composers whose music I've always admired. Yeah, he's furious. He's furious they made him stand. Uh, Dolly, I usually sit on a plank of wood between two igloo coolers. It was called After the Gold Rush. I was fortunate to have the brilliant new country artists Allison Krauss and Suzanne Cox join me on my recording of it. When we were preparing to do this... Willard Scott breaks in, did someone say Cox? Whom they both knew very well and ask him what the song meant. They did. They did. He said he had no idea. <laughs> and maybe that's the idea of the song, just to put your own meaning to it. But if I were to guess, I'd say it was about the second coming, or an alien invasion, or both. And I'm what talking about the second time I came when I slept with Kenny Rogers. You know Kenny balled out fucking Dolly a bunch of times. Oh, he balled her down. That's, and back when they called it bawling. We balled. <laughs> we balled together. <laughs> we were just balling. Hey guys, I balled Dolly. I balled her down. I balled her down, man. Uh oh. <laughs> I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Ford will be sworn in as president at that hour in this office. I just hope that Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton are bawling while I make this announcement. 
OPEC's decision day, gas prices soaring once again. Good night. Ooh, nudes, nude Americans. Dude, there was so much 70s Americana th- getting thrown down in the in the 90s. I do remember it. Yes. Anytime they could throw a clip of Babe Ruth hitting a home run or some sort of boxing match. There was laughing, crying, and colors flying all around the chosen Want to get more Dolly history lessons. Now the Americana that you see, you don't, you know, don't get history lessons. You get articles thrown in your face, like breaking news and shit like that. This is just like a country woman trying to teach you about the 70s. Yeah, essentially. Was a song called Peace Train. I mean, all I did was fuck, so you're going to have to be. Then Cat Stevens turned to the devil. Back in 1971. I'd really just like to talk about the slaughter happening in the Middle East. And um, I was quite prolific. In those- He's back to Cat. He, I think he... Is he? I don't think he is. I, don't, I think he got rid of... I think he's Yusef Islam, but he has put out an album as Cat Stevens again. In a world full of okay. where uh, conflicts are the norm. Even generation. Get that dad song out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's Dolly with some Africans. Let's fuck around with this. Vietnam was still a hot spot of international concern. I knew that I wanted my version of Peace Train to apply to the whole world conditions of today, which are still far from perfect, but I wanted it to have a unifying sound. Something that suggested different races and cultures joining together. I found I'd never touched a black before. I heard it on a Lifesaver commercial on television. I had seen the jazz singer with Al Jolson. See, I got it in there. Oh. Let's see if we can get them to sing on this song. As fate would have it, that group turned out to be Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. When I spoke to Joseph Shabalala, the lead singer of the group, I asked him, is that your actual fucking name? My train was a train of sadness. Because... I asked them, can I touch your hair? Yeah. <laughs> is it spongy? It felt like sponge cake. train is still in South Africa. Come and go as they please. So it is a train of freedom. We combined their song with the Cat Stevens original peace train and came out with a blend of emotions that we hope, says hope, to today's audience. I mean, today's audience wants to watch TGIF, so, like, it's... What are you trying to reach here, doll? TGIF, some NBA... Yeah, a little bit of Ahmad Rashad on the inside stuff. Yeah. Can you all stand around in the background and do some... Can you all stand around in the background and do some vaguely tribal shit? Some, I'll only rem- think of Remember the Titans when Gary Bertier is fucking paralyzed when this song plays. <laughs> Just Gary Bertier meeting fucking old boy's mom. I, 
I don't remember that much of that movie anymore. Do you remember I the Titans and Rules? It's do not we, ringing a bell. We'll do an episode. We're going to crescendo. We're going to get to the main event, and that is Dolly Parton stealing a John Popper harmonica solo. Here we go. We're getting Here to we go. it. Where is he? God, she has there he is. Or just the there plastic he is. surgery just works. I mean, she looks identical. She's going to be, like I said before, yeah. she's going to be the stretched out piece of skin from Doctor Who. I got over you just long enough to let my heartache win. And then today I started loving you again. What a fool I was to think I That definitely looks like they had to make a dolly animatronic. They got Disney involved for this song. <laughs> I, guess I, I know you don't look into the camera, but kind of look into the camera. <laughs> yeah. Can I look off like I'm a fucking uh, disembodied voice? <laughs> like I'm I want to look like I'm broke my heart. Yeah, I want to look like I'm speaking from a cloud. At his funeral, hundreds of thousands followed the simple donkey cart through the hot streets of Atlanta. They call it a donkey cart? Hey, that was down the street from my house. Was designed and built as an intelligence gathering ship. The Pablo incident. 68 was a really bad year. Real bad year. It was. It was their 2020. Yeah. You know, it was their COVID. Look at this. Look at her stealing it. Oh, here we are. So watch what we're setting up here. She. The the whole time it's John Popper's harmonica solo, and she starts, and then he eases into finishing it, but it's the same solo. She it's she steals harmonica valor. An intelligence gathering ship. It operated under the cover of an oceanographic research ship. Watch. <laughs> Look at those burns. Look at the wire frames on there too. He did. He did the exact same thing. Yeah, it just was the same thing. She stole harmonica valor from John Popper. Ooh, we got more. And that. She also cut him off because he was about to go in and then boom. Here we go. Yes, pull it. She had tired out at this point. We're on full animatronic dolly for the rest of this. He was real wet because he sweat every time he moved. 
Song still is played in every grocery store, everything. It's played There's no way store. she's playing that. He's just like, you bitch, you're not going to give me any residuals for this because your lips are on it. <laughs> as long as my you lips are touching the fucking harp, plane. I get it. Bitch. first time I heard before the next teardrop falls. I was in my car on my way to a recording session when I heard Freddie Fender. When I heard that. All right. Well, that was the Dolly stuff. We'll go back to the news. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. Cleanse our palate with a little Bulls Mads here. Tying into some regular news here. Uh, Mark Cuban selling his majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks. So they might go back to being these 90s pitiful Dallas Mavericks. Wow. But who knows with the money being thrown around in the NBA, he probably sold it and another goddamn billionaire is just going to take it on. But this was like Jason Kidd, Sean Elliott, or who was that other white feller? It was Kidd right there. Inside Lauren Meyer lays it in. That's good defense. Yeah, good ball movement by the man. McLeod. Meyer. Meyer. Scotty with it down low. Great baseline move. Put it up and got Look how small the court looks compared to today. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably the color palette. In the first period, and the Bulls yeah. lead it 12 to 10 over the Dallas Mavericks. Meyer backs his way in and just muscles it in over Tony Kukos. He's your power forward, right? Scotty goes. Ooh, right. it was the Sports Channel from 1996. Remember the Sports Channel, and then it became Fox Ew. Sports. Into the corner for Kerr, looking inside for Scotty, and he lays it in. Nicely done. Good vision coming down across the timeline. Or uh, Fox Sports Net. Good coach looks oh, look inside. That's perfect. That's yeah. just perfect. Boy, they both went out to Tony on it a little. Yeah, this is the era where jump shots weren't really a thing unless it was the best player. Oh, no, dude, you were laying in that post. And even the jump shot was just like that. It was that Jordan fadeaway jumper. Right. Michael down low, fadeaway wow. jumper. Wow, he wasn't even set on that one, was he? 11. He, oh, he missed it. Rodman right there gets another rebound and brings it out. Across the floor, Michael. Fakes the three, spin move, fade away, baseline. Oh, what a show. 13 for the Magic. He was so close. Five on two. And now, in hindsight, it's more amazing because at the time I didn't realize how old he was. I just thought he was like in the prime of his career. So, like, it is amazing on those knees what he was doing with a team that without him didn't really wasn't a championship contender. I mean, they were like a deep playoff team, but like it was just him, his old ass, put him over the hump again. Ooh, what a pass by Jason Kidd. Damn. Jason, the and you've got the, your coach, and here comes Pip. Whoa, yeah. Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh. Something else cool. Johnny Redcar. That I found here. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I didn't know how good we had it. Especially when you're a kid and when you're watching that, you don't know how good you have it with with six NBA championships. Here we go. This was great. This is from Fox Sports, 
from 1996. This is like their, I used to love these segments, these like little quick kind of like highlight reel from the, from the week type of thing, like this week in sports type of stuff. Like this is great. Watch. Oh yeah. Hey, you're still around? Well, then you may want to check this out. After over a week of holiday travel, Buffalo's giving thanks for a home game. The Sabres look to knock the stuffing out of Northeast Division rival Ottawa in their first... The hockey teams haven't relocated yet. They still got the whale around. Filibuster their way to glory. Broken glass. Hearts were beaten... Dude, that was back when the boards were glass. They used to legit kill people. I remember glass... The the glass fell on someone's head and they died like three days later. Look at those Rockets uniforms. So cool. That was the big picture era of the NBA uniforms. The big giant Raptor. Leftovers to make the Rockets see red. Ziggy and the Fishbowl. Jersey's huge. Sink their hooks into another win. It's not like that anymore. All these jerseys are tight now. Yeah, and they're back to like the letter, the non-picture. Look at those Caps jerseys. Washington is undefeated in their last seven games. Visitor victories always seem to get away. No magic bullet theory here, baby. Chris Webber and the rest of the Washington Congress have the nation's capital thinking championship. Really? Uh, this is a uh, pre-Sacramento Kings Chris Webber. Yeah. Look at that Omni in the background. Yankee oppressors. The pod squad begins a four-game road trip. Look at the whale. Southerly migration for a little Florida sunshine. Jeff Sanderson's stick work has held Hartford high, but can he play the part of Pied Piper and drive the rat? Can he keep them away from Southern Carolina? Attack sink its barb into the whale. The tongued wonder is salivating for a chance at the Mavs. With only one loss thus far, Chicago's Bulls can taste another record season. Dallas hopes to conclude their Thanksgiving. The game we just saw. Filled upset. Yeah. Best in the business. Hey, anyone for seconds? Oh, he's demoralizing that ref, Science. telling him he fucked his wife. He bedarded his wife. Do you hear Connor Bedard's wife or mom yes. got banged by yes, Corey Perry? That kind of That's phenomenal mom stuff. Basically banged a player. I guess it might not be true. I think that might be a rumor. He said he, they said he uh, engaged in conduct that was unacceptable. So it was definitely some fucking grimy shit. Yeah, it was. We got a Colorado. That's pretty pretty grimy. (laughs) We got some Colorado, Nebraska here. Some post Cordell Stewart, Colorado, Nebraska. These are the games I wish Crocious was here for. He knows probably every inch of this. There's water on the old highway today. It's been raining hard, but that will not stop the faithful. They have sold out Memorial Stadium for 214 consecutive times. Their beloved still in that fucking green concrete era. Nebraska was a powerhouse in 96. This senior class is awesome. Back when the running back mattered. And a hug from head coach Tom Osborne. They have gone 45 and 2 with back-to-back national championships. On the other side, Colorado. Enthusiasm, and this is planned. Rick Neuheisel has been preaching all. One thing that this TV guide did remind me of. I'm I'm flicking through the TV guide. I'm gonna do yeah. an episode with Crocious later on in the week that's more TV guide focused. But do you okay. remember Christopher Lowell from the 90s? 
Christopher Lowell. Christopher Lowell. He was the gay at home guy. No, I don't. And it was the 90s, so he had to throw the word wife around a lot to like, you'll, once I show you this guy, you'll fucking, we'll see. Christopher. No, not P. Thank God I didn't hit that. Would have been a disaster. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah. I'm going to go to 96 specifically. We got to get 96 era. Lol. This guy was all about like house decorating, right? Yes. Okay. And it was that era where like he was definitely gay, but they wanted him to tell stories of like me and my wife. I do. Yes, he was. Because he, yes. All right, we're not going to get 96. I want the 98 one that I want as early as possible. Lowell. Hello, Pilgrim. You know, the Wild West is a rough and tough place to be where only the strong survive. That's why He's I work out every day. John Wayne so bad. Yeah. I don't lift weights. My ass is out in these chaps. I lift my horse periwinkle. Are you flexible when it comes to changing spaces in your home? Today, we'll show you how to have flex appeal on today's Christopher Lowell show. So Christopher Lowell was banging in 1996. Let's read this little TV guide thing. Born to decorate. If Martha Stewart and Richard Simmons ever conceived a child, he'd be Christopher Lowell. I mean, they're just saying he's gay. I mean, you might as well out the man. Yeah. Uh, the Madcap Interior Designer is the host of Discovery Channel's Interior Motives. Weekdays, 12 and 3 p.m. Back when they used to throw, not in a row, 12 and 3. 12 and 3. A new okay. addition to the growing family of how-to shows that led us into the kitchen and down the garden path. The, irre- the irrepressible Lowell wants to teach the world to decorate. Uh, and is not above dressing in a pigtail Dorothy uh, Dorothy and Oz or a lab coat for Dr. Frankenstein. And that's just what I do in my bedroom. We are going to be flexing our muscles. So what does that mean? Well, think about it. This wedding ring is from my wife. Often it seems as if, well, we've outgrown our space. This coffee in this cup made by my wife. And let's face it, most of us can't just pick up and move, right? So what do you do? Well, how about creating fabulous spaces that are flexibly dual for you and your wife? What's that mean? It's called well, feng shui. Flexible, flexible spaces. Get it? Uh-uh. Okay. You know when I'm working out with my straight friends? <laughs> you know when you're working out with your straight friends and your wife calls you in. Very cool. <laughs> We're also going to show you how flexible fabrics can be in furnishing a space as well, and. We'll show you quick and easy ways to divide and conquer a room where the actual interruption of it becomes a solution. Who knew? And if you want to host a you party, know, 
Secretly, I'm dying because I'm not allowed to be myself on set. The horrible things these PAs say. Have a party. and You don't even have to be a bouncer. How's that? Okay. Now let's take a look at some of our classic dual function spaces. But that's lol. I just wanted you to remember him. Lol. I remember that. I remember my mom watching that. Oh, yeah. And dad's... That was the intro of, like, not making fun of him, but the, like, the, like, oh, he's definitely gay jokes. Yes. Definitely gay. Now this is back, man. The pussy books right here. Pussy books. Pussy books win football. Fucking football pussy. Yeah, N on the oh, helmet. Man. The N on the helmet. You know what that stands for. Nebraska. It's big and red. Hard R Nebraska. They block down on him. They don't get down on him quick enough. He is awfully quick, as I said earlier. I'm, I love a dog shit college quarterback. Big pads, weird face mask. Blake Reamers, ma, out of Maryland. Made the plays a little too hard that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are they holding hands? They the ball up no the idea. Someone get paralyzed? That's the hand holdage of someone paralyzed on the field. Look at the font of that number. Back when, like, the, the 3D was another color. An early turnover by Nebraska. Now a face mask penalty makes it second and five, and Troutman blast through strong running for the first down strong buddy running back was the most important position in college football fuck yeah dude the 20 yard line just can't take down a motherfucker while we're doing football you want to do it while we're watching some football you want to do a little tv league yeah Transition over here. Let me flip it up on here. All right. So yeah, we had a, we got a couple weeks of points to go over here. Um, let me go to it. We're starting with week twelve. Uh, so in week twelve for the on the broadcast side of things, let me make sure everybody can see everything. Yeah, I'll scroll down. You can see it good, right? This is just for football. I mean, this is for the this is the week twelve TV championship series standings. Okay. Um. Let's see here. So yeah, week twelve, uh, Sunday night football took the first spot, and then another fall of the house of Usher taking fifty points. Did we cover week twelve? I think maybe. Yeah, we did. Maybe we did on the last episode. We did. Yeah. I don't. All right. But uh, so we'll yeah, go to we so we'll go to week thirteen here. Um, it was an NFL clean sweep because of Thanksgiving. So we had wow. the Sunday NFL overrun twenty five million people, and this was after Thanksgiving. And this was the one where I was saying uh, to Kevin Hogan yesterday, this twenty five million was because all of the gals were out shopping. So all the guys were just at home watching football. That extra like 10 million men alone men. Oh, That's how many men are pussy whipped at home not being able to watch the game. Yeah, they were uh, watching the football game while the women were so going shopping. Sunday, Thanksgiving weekend football taking the 50 spot. 25 million people. So that's 50 points for uh, the NFL on CBS. 
and they're they moved up to fifth place with that uh point grabbage so they're at 280 wow. total football league uh or uh tv championship points and then uh, forty this week. Yeah. And then for second place, it was the 49ers at Seahawks, which was the Thanksgiving game that was watched by fifteen million people, which I was actually shocked by that number. I thought that like since I, it was during the week that I'm it would be a little too. low. Like I was thinking maybe around twelve, ten, that like the Monday night, the number that Monday night football usually does. Uh but that Thursday night Yeah that's Sunday afternoon, Thursday game got 40 points. So that goes to Sunday night football, though, moves them to and they got another 32 points for the actual Sunday night football game. So that brings their total to 547 points. Still not past suits. Um, impressively, if suits can still keep hanging these 50s because they were first place again in streaming, if suits can still keep hanging these 50s, they might actually beat the NFL through uh, the winter break here because we all know Grey's Anatomy's coming. Yeah. So then the rest of the point scoring places for week 13 were Eagles at Chiefs, which was the actual was which was Monday Night Football. 13 million people. Might have been a little more. Those are just the overnights. Might have been a couple extra fews. We'll take a look in a month when Nielsen actually puts out their numbers. Uh, and then we had Ravens at Chargers, which was the, uh, what game was that? That was a Sunday night game. That was the actual Sunday night game. Yeah. Um, and then Monday night countdown, which got watched by 12 million people. That's a writer's strike. 30 point, uh, got 30 points. So where does Monday night countdown come in all of this? They shot up to number 23 in the standings total of 60 points. Wow. And then for the streaming side of things, again, like we discussed, Suits hung the 50. The fall of the House of the Usher bumped down to second place at 40 points. Grey's Anatomy, consistent 35 third place point scorer. Uh, Bluey taking fourth place at 32 points. And Bodies making its debut in the TV League and Netflix miniseries taking 30 points. And being the 30th show to score points. Congrats. Yeah, so we got suits, suits reigning, 620 points. Uh, Sunday Night Football at 547. Bluey in third place at 432. Grey's Anatomy creeping, 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 341 points. Shonda is coming. Then you have the NFL on CBS rounding out the top five at 280 points. Then there's a little bit of a golf building here between this five and six spot in the fourth, fourth place, so... Shondaland okay. is not yet in first, not yet in those top spots, but Grey's Anatomy is separating here. You got the 341 point cushion compared to the 280 here. I see it at number 12. Go to the fall of the House of Usher. What is that at a point total? Because that's going to fall off. 140 that's points. Only, a, yeah, this 140, okay. I imagine, by the end of the TV League season will be like your bottom or however many other shows there are, obviously there could be some more debuts along I the way, but then yeah. like Ahsoka, the Witcher coronation street, sex education, a lot of these streaming shows that, uh, don't have the episode count to have life. They do end up falling off. Um, yes. and yes, fall of the house of the usher doesn't have the, the strength that, um, last of us had with only nine episodes. So yeah, that will fall no. off. That's just going to fall. 
And uh, and that's the week 13 TV league standings. Let's get back to this Man, college football true. game from the 90s. Suits is the dominator. Okay, It really is dominating. And like you're saying, they're going to do another season, so that'll add to it. And I Meghan Markle, why they want Meghan Markle's off the throne. She can be in it. I don't see how they wouldn't either. I've watched a tremendous athlete, and his passing has really improved. Last four games, ten touchdowns, one in. Let's read the jeers and cheers of the week of '96 here from the TV guide. Cheers and jeers, jeers to uh, hot wired election night coverage. All the networks went a little crazy this year, building glistening high-tech sets that looked like electronic amphitheaters and filling the screen with flashy diagrams, dizzying morphing visuals and constantly scrolling data. What happened to white men just smoking unfiltered marbles talking fucking election results? Wow. We watched from an overhead camera as CBS anchor Dan Rather operated, not too adroitly, uh, we might add, a touch-sensitive computer screen to punch up the latest results. Colleague Harry Smith reported from a virtual reality studio with frantic graphics whizzed around his head like barn swallows. On ABC, Peter Jennings was equipped with his own touchscreen computer, and Lynn Sher got the cyber set. She would gesture like a spokesmodel on the prices right and presto, giant bar graphs and pie charts. They used to, we used to have to earn our pie charts back in the 70s. <laughs> NBC kept encouraging us to switch over to MSNBC, a new cable channel. Cable's not the future. Uh, at one point, Tom Brokaw observed there's no uh, video game to compare with national politics on an American scale. On this election night, it was hard to sell the difference between the two. And then we're getting cheers to Bob Dole for being a good sport, apparently. I mean, they were throwing oh. a lot of old jokes at him. Uh, SNL sketches. Yeah, I guess you can say that. He didn't cry. Cheers to he the scintillating... Now we're breaking away from the election. Cheers to scintillating sci-fi. Both branches of the Star Trek saga have really been flying high of lately. The episode of Deep, Deep Space Nine, in which the crew visited the original Enterprise, rubbing shoulders with Kirk and Spock, was far more artistic and intricate and imaginative than we could have ever hoped. This was back when, like, millions of people were reading this. Getting a little blurb in TV Guide was everything. This isn't just some, like, AARP monthly. This was a big fucking deal before the internet dude cheers to the music and savage beast last week the syndicated cartoon the lion king's timon and puba set its animation to classical music you remember that fucking show the lion king yeah timon and pumba oh yeah i do it didn't have nathan lane though here we can try and watch this Ink. I don't think it had made it. Here, let's try and watch this Ted Danson show, Ink, and we'll read this review. Oh, Ted Danson. It's and it's with Mary Steenburgen. and let's see if we can see their love bloom on set. Oh, you know it's me watching, baby. Christ. Ink. This is a show about tattoo artists. 
Oh, here we go. Yeah, wouldn't it be? Yeah, he's got a tattoo on his face that would rule. Yeah. My meat wad Aqua Teen Hunger Force tattoo. All right. Hell yeah. Above the fold. This is obviously a journalism show. I would love Larry to hear the audio on this. Look at that. I do not remember this. I don't remember this either. I thought it was just like he did cheers and then went to Becker. Yeah. So. Hey, Morty. <laughs> Great day, isn't it? Not for the million. You're really going to turn this time, Mikey. Hey, you gave him guff this week, Dad, Teddy. You're the king. And you can be my queen. Back when the newsman got pussy. Here you go, boss. Put it on my tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my tab. So let's books. let's read the blurb about this show real quick. Okay. Call me a cynic, but when a network overhauls a show, axes its producer, shuffles its cast, and delays its premiere, I wonder whether it's just a ploy to manage our expectations, to make us expect the disaster and be surprised if we get anything better. Ink with Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen is just is su- is just such a rebuilt show. Its first episodes were tossed in the trash. Its producers too were canned and replaced with Diane English, who invented Murphy Brown and who so remade this show that she is now credited as its creator. Uh, wow! In English's Ink, Steenburgen plays a tough reporter with civilized air, a Victorian Murphy Brown who comes to edit a New York paper. Just one problem. She has to work with her ex-husband, Ted Danson, who is the paper's star columnist. As a good celeb watcher, as good celeb watchers know, Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen are married in real life. The knowledge is supposed to make Ink's divorce gag ironic and even funnier, but it does just the opposite. These two are too much in love to credibly deliver their scripted barbs. As when Ted Danson tells his newsroom pals, we have to take control away from a Vita in there. Oh, because that was when, yeah, that movie came out. Let's watch this fucking show. This is the era of divorce was a... Like a tool. uh, Like a tool for a setting or something. Yes. And the 90s definitely did that. I learned more about divorce than ever by watching it through the 90s. Than my parents ever telling me about it. I mean, that is the set of Murphy Brown. Ooh, the walk and talk. It is. Never would have noticed if you hadn't pointed it out. <laughs> Christine Ebersol, that's Dick Ebersol's d- daughter or some it's shit. Line, my ass is wanted everywhere. I don't believe we've met. Lana Gersky, I'm new in the art department. I'll find you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, I'm going to crush some ass tonight. For you. Mm, yeah, later. Hey, Alan. Hey. How's the market doing? What's up? A lot of women in that newsroom. I mean, I'm sure he's goosing them. 20 bucks. You know, you're always broke. What? This is, Why don't you take some yeah, this is basically the set of Murphy Brow. Just used a different camera, like way of dancing and Steenburgen got executive producer credits. Good on them. I'm pulling out all the stops. Oh, joy! It's six foot seven again. Seventy-five people eating from a common sandwich. Party ripped out of the pages of Vanity Fair. You love it. What do you got for me? Mayor's office call. Yes. Subpoena guy was back here trying to serve you again. No problem. Uh, borough of Queens is suing you. No big deal. Your ex-wife called. Ow. Ow. Ooh. Ooh. What did she say she wanted? I love the jokes in this era, too, because 
you know, they're all about how she's awful, but then it's always like, dude, this lingering pain. Uh, uh, uh. Like you're clearly uh. pining over this fucking worthless broad. Hello, <laughs> Where are you? Beirut? Like it's both that like, oh, this hurts so much, but she didn't mean nothing. She's just a fucking succubus. Right, I'm not affected by her. Just a succubus in a pantsuit, you Hillary Clinton looking bitch. No flat jacket, you clean up nice. Ooh, you didn't wear pantyhose when we were married. He's just lording over her. Tonsils out. What, what are you doing here, Kate? You don't know? I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> well, Mike, I tried to call you. You never called me back. And if I had, you would have told me... That I'm the new managing editor. Ow. Get a grip, Mike. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Kate Montgomery, and I am the new managing editor. Ow. And despite the reaction of my ex-husband over here, this transition should go very smoothly. It's too bad that Joe had to retire so suddenly. I know you all loved him, but his arteries are blocked. So, for better or worse, oh, yeah, what a I fat am fuck. here. And Is I that am the woman from Step Brothers? The mom from Step yeah, Brothers? Yeah, Mary Steenburgen, dude. That's yeah. his wife in real life. She's also from What's Eating Gilbert but Grape. If you give me your talent... Your hard work. She was in a lot of Lifetime movies, I think. I very much hope your friendship. Well. So here we go. Here's a little bit of history behind this. All right, everybody. Let's get rolling. Oh, shit. What a witch! Ooh, you know they wanted to say the real word. I am telling you guys, this is a dangerous situation. We have to take control away from Avita in there. Oh, see, there's the line. He gave it a little oomph. Not enough, though. I mean, I guess the laugh tracks don't help either. Like, if you want them to be barbs, it should just, you know, they shouldn't be, like, punchlines. Really have them be barbs. Okay. That starred real-life husband and wife Ted Danson as divorced newspaper journalist allegedly inspired by the film His Girl Friday, which is a 1940 screwball comedy. See, but that's good, actually. Though. Yeah. The show was also produced by Danson and Steenburge, and the show was canceled after one season due to lower-than-expected ratings, which back then probably meant, like, 12 million people. The show would be a fucking smash hit today. The show's pilot was drastically changed and reshot from the original version. Inc. was filmed at the sound stages of CBS. I'd love to get these old episodes. Word on the street is the Metro Bomber supposed to call here today. He wants the paper to print his manifesto. Well... Notify the FBI and let's get wire on this phone because I need a record of the call. Cool. How many seasons? Just one. But at least it got a fully. Oh, wow. I mean, you get dancing in Steenburge and you're giving them 22 episodes. How the hell could you do yeah. this? I mean, you know we can't work together. Do you remember trying to build a bookshelf together? The police came to the front door. How could I pass up a chance to be the first woman to do this job in a great New York? So gentle. We, we can't work together. We have a restraining order. I legitimately abused you. You're going to go nuts in an office job. What, what? We can stay 15 feet away from each other, Clyde or whatever his name is. Up in two weeks and three days. You know what? I, I'm making a lot of changes for Abby. The constant traveling has gotten hard for her. It was different when she was little, but she's a teenager now. You know what? I haven't spoken in two weeks and three days. What's that? I wonder if they have kids through this. Oh, they, they probably involve them. They probably and we'll be we'll watch this show then. Now now this is yeah. in the lineup. I'll show this to Crocious. He'll get some inspiration for his shit. 
Yeah, he will. Come on. I love when Crocious watches it like this because it's always that's his bar. Is my show that I'm making as good as this, as bad as this? Well, just get Ted Danson. Just get, just yeah, just get Danson and Steenburgen. Apparently, they'll produce anything. Yeah. Sell it to CBS. So, um, are you- we sound like parents. Just go to CBS. <laughs> Sex never was a problem for us, was it? No. Well, get red lines and sell it when to CBS. Man, really, really, the... the the serious, like, short lady haircut was really in back then. Jennifer Aniston really made something. Like, that was, the bob was, like, yeah. the hip one. And then if you wanted to look responsible, you had to take it down to the Hillary. Morrison, you and I are laughing 100%. Look, Mike. Hi. I really want this to work. So, what do you say? Think we could give this How you a feeling? Shot? I know it's one nineteen out there. You got, you got. Uh, oh, I got like ten minutes, and then I think I need to go. Oh yeah, no, for sure. To, uh, go to bed. Gonna so. ease out here. <laughs> let's uh, let's ease okay, out like with some with ten some, more minutes, and then we can. We'll ease out with some actual TV here. I'm actually, I am gonna yeah. do a, an episode with Crocious later this week, so. Well, this was a wonderful episode. Actually, we'll get more into the TV guide. It'll be a good time. See what we close out on. Dude, I was watching this show called Airplane Repo all day. Have you watched this? Have you seen this? No. It's about these that fucking crazy motherfuckers awesome, who repossess though. people's fucking Cessnas. What are we going to ease out on here? Let's fucking put on something nice and one in the morning-ish. Comedy classics. Comedy classics. Is it the Stooges? Oh no. Robert and Costello. Yeah. We'll have to lift it. Definitely fucking contemporaries of the Jolts. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of that Jolts. <laughs> oh no! But you know what dude, fucking Steiner has to say about it? Freedom of speech! That's what Scott Steiner thinks of black blackface. He thinks it's... Freedom of speech! <laughs> Alright, well... I'll see you guys later on in the week. Thank you for watching. Uh, see ya. Hey, honey. How are you, kid? Oh! Hey! Take it easy! I love having this song while someone's screaming. Alright, let's get this ending screen ready. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Whatever time it was, whatever day it is. We'll see ya later. Have a good night. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go I hate to leave you. I really must say. Oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, it's three o'clock in the morning. Baby, I just can't get right. Well, 